so next what is the next there are others who this is karma yoga then there is um gyana yoga gyana yoga speculation speculative philosophies speculative philosophies these you know so much uh, you know gyanakanda this is gyanakanda they speculate a lot about what is the absolute truth by negation that means oh the absolute truth is not this not this not this but what it is they don't conclusively know it they know it is not matter they know it is not this is not this none of the elements of nature so they know it by what it is not but what it actually is they don't even know so in this way they come to faulty conclusions and there are so many kinds of speculative philosophies and they are broadly classified of course um, main are classified as six shaddarshan it is called before we go there we can get um, okay we'll go there first because these are also considered um asambhuti because they are not really theistic philosophies now what are they i think we if we go to chaitanya charitamritam we will get that hmm you see this this is uh, chaitanya charitamritam madhya leela chapter 17 verse 96 shad darshan vyakhya vina katha nahi etha mishra kripa kore more shunan krishna katha chandrashikracharya continued there is no talk at varanasi other than discussions on the six philosophical theses nonetheless tapan mishra has been very kind to me for he speaks about topics relating to lord krishna so kashi or varanasi is a very holy holy place varanasi but you know mostly impersonalists stay there it's a, it's a it's a confluence of impersonalists mostly um and therefore chandrashekhar acharya and tapan mishra they were there and he saying mostly shardarshan vyakhya they they discuss all these philosophies different different philosophies so what is this shardarshan what is shat darshan first of all shat means six darshan means philosophy darshan means also audience like darshan of the lord you know you can see to see the lord so darshan also means philosophies now prabhupad explains in the purport here the six philosophical theses are one vaisheshika propounded by kanadarshi two nyaya that means logic uh, propounded by gautam rishi Three yoga or mysticism propounded by Patanjali Rishi Yoga Sutras. Four the philosophy of Sankhya propounded by Kapila Rishi. This is actually atheistic Kapila. Huh? And five the philosophy of Karma Mimamsa propounded by Jaimini Rishi. And six the philosophy of Brahma Mimamsa or Vedanta the ultimate conclusion of the absolute truth propounded by Veda Vyas. Now although Veda Vyas is an incarnation of Krishna. if you do not know 
it is explained here 1321 of Srimad Bhagavatam Tatah Saptadashe Jatah Satyavatyam Parasharat Chakre Vedata Rohashakha Drishtvapum Sol Pamedhasaha Thereafter in the 17th incarnation of Godhead Shri Vyasadeva appeared in the womb of Satyavati through Parashar Muni and he divided the one Veda into several branches and sub-branches seeing that the people in general were less intelligent. And he also wrote the Mahabharata and all those Vedic literature. So this is Vyasadeva. So Vyasadeva is an incarnation of Krishna and he propounded the Vedanta Sutra. Now although that is actually a theistic philosophy but because it was indirectly presented it was misinterpreted and that's why in the end he see not being properly educa- educated people in general think that Vedanta means a Shankarite interpretation in the last line if you can see here not being properly educated they think Vedanta means Vedanta Sutra means the Shankarite interpretation of uh, what is that non-dual non-dualism this is their misconception so these are the six philosophical paths and what do they actually mean? What is this? What is Vaisheshika? And what is uh, Nyaya? Nyaya means logic. You know, logical debates, logical, um, you know, uh, what is that? Discussions. Achintya khaluye bhava natamstar kena yojayet. So, the, what is beyond Achintya? What beyond our conception? Beyond the reach of our mind and senses and intelligence? Aneja dekam manaso javiyo. Panthastu koti shatavatsara sampargamyo vayorathapi manaso munipungavanam. So he is not attainable even by millions of years of speculation. He is never attained. Nachanye kopi chiram vichinvan. All these shlokas point to the same thing. That how much ever we speculate on the Lord, He is beyond the reach of our mind, intellect and senses. So therefore, it is a fruitless attempt, futile attempt to try to understand the Lord by Nyaya, logic. Um, so they want to understand the absolute truth by logical understanding. So these are all, and logic means what? It is a function of intelligence, which, which is a material ingredient. One of the eight material ingredients are the, is the intelligence. Bhumi rapo analo vayur kham mano buddhir evacha ahankaramiti yame bhinna prakriti rashtadha. 7th chapter, 4th verse of Bhagavad Gita. So it is a material ingredient. We can never understand what is spiritual through the material ingredient, uh, material instrument. And that's why it says, We can't capture the Lord with our materialistic senses. So, <clears throat> Nyaya, all these Nyaya and Yoga, some want Yoga. And the Yoga is explained in the Madhilila 6th chapter, 269th verse, where it is said, ultimately the Yogis, they want to merge into the um, Absolute Truth. So, this actually can be counted as one of the um, Sambhuti because he is talking about yoga and even Paramatma realization is um, you know it is uh, it is um, attested to in the Yoga Sutras because that is explained in the Madhilila 6th chapter 269th verse so there it is stated Brahma and Paramatma we have gone through that in our Ishopanishad uh, lectures so that is considered yes it can be considered a Sambhuti principle and of course, Vedanta Sutra is also actually in the Sambhuti. So these other philosophies are basically materialistic philosophies. 
they have their different um, what each of them mean we will not go in, into great depths into that um actually it is explained in the in the prayer, prayers of the personification personified vedas in the 10th canto 87th chapter but now we will actually go there to that chapter couple of verses from there and understand what is um what is this all about now before we go there we go to one verse 6431 6.4.31 This is an important verse. Why there are so many philosophies? Yachaktayo vadatam Yachaktayo vadatam Vadinam vai Vivadasam vadabhuvo bhuvanti Sorry, bhuvo bhavanti Kurvanti chaisham muhuratma moham Tasmai namonanta gunaya bhumne Let me offer my respectful obeisances unto the all-pervading supreme personality of Godhead who possesses unlimited transcendental qualities acting within acting from within the cores of the hearts of all philosophers who propagate various views he he causes them to forget their own souls while sometimes agreeing and sometimes disagreeing among themselves thus he creates within this material world a situation in which they are unable to come to a conclusion i offer my obeisances unto him again what this means is tied to today's verse it's saying that the lord awards them what they surrender to so it is said acting from within the cores of their hearts of of all philosophers who propagate various views he causes them to forget their own souls uh, while sometimes agreeing sometimes disagreeing disagreeing among themselves as they debate you know standing for their own philosophies they forget their own soul and that is the reward that they get by surrendering to them and he awards the, he awards that to them so and they they are unable to come to a conclusion i offer my obeisances unto him see in, in if you see the purport it is also quite important purport since since time immemorial or since the creation of the cosmic manifestation the conditioned souls have formed various parties of philosophical speculation but this is not true of the devotees non devotees have different ideas for creation maintenance and annihilation and therefore they are called vadis and pratiwadis proponents and counter proponents it is understood from the statement of mahabharat that there are many munis or speculators tarko pratishtha shrutayo vibhinna nasa vrishiryasya matam nabhinnam all speculators must disagree with other speculators otherwise why should there be so many opposing parties concerned with ascertaining the supreme cause philosophy means finding the ultimate cause as vedanta sutra very reasonably says athato brahma jigyasa human life hmm, is meant for understanding the ultimate cause devotees accept that the ultimate cause is krishna because this conclusion is supported by all vedic literature and also by krishna himself the ultimate cause is krishna this is this is the fact but then different opinions exist because of their own surrenders to different processes and he is inspiring from from within he is the matta smritir gyanam apohanam cha so if they want to remember him he will give them the intelligence to remember buddhi yogam dadamitam you know dadamitam uh, what is that tesham satata yuktanam bhajatam pritipurvakam dadami buddhi yogam tam yena mam upayantite he gives the intelligence for the one who wants to remember him and he gives 
today's this verse i mean 6431 this says he makes them forget themselves and you know fills their minds with all these debating principles of proponents and counter proponents you know different different philosophies so as they want he rewards them so devotees accept the ultimate cause is krishna because this conclusion is supported by all vedic literature and also by krishna himself who says aham sarvasya prabhavah i am the source of everything devotees have no problem understanding the ultimate cause of everything but non devotees must face must face many opposing elements because everyone who wants to be a prominent philosopher invents his own way in india there are many parties of philosophers such as dvaitavadis advaitavadis vaisheshikas mimamsakas mayavadis and swabhavavadis and each of them opposes the others similarly in the western countries there are also many philosophers with different views and of uh, different views of creation life maintenance and annihilation they say the big bang theory these are these are all different different philosophies actually big bang kind of theory is also there in the vaisheshika which means basically the the matter is the cause of life you know and from matter some some special combination of matter some the whole thing came about so this is kind of like what the big bang is big bang theory so all these different kinds of philosophies are there so in the western countries also there are many philosophers with different views of creation life maintenance and annihilation thus it is undoubtedly a fact that there are countless philosophers throughout the world each of them contradicting the others now one may ask why there are so many philosophers if the ultimate goal of philosophy is one undoubtedly the ultimate cause is one the supreme brahman as arjuna told krishna in bhagavad gita param brahma param dhama pavitram paramam bhavan purusham shashvatam divyam adidevam majam vibhum you are the supreme brahman the ultimate the supreme abode and purifier the absolute truth and the eternal divine person you are the primal god transcendental and original and you are the unborn and all pervading beauty non devotee speculators however do not accept an ultimate cause sarva karana karanam because they are ignorant and bewildered concerning the soul and its activities even though some of them have a vague idea of the soul many controversies arise and the philosophical speculators can never reach a conclusion okay before we go further we just go to one verse and come back from second chapter of bhagavad gita if you see talking about the soul right 2.29 so this is different philosophers you see aschariyavat pashyati kaschidenam aschariyavad vadati tathaiva chanya aschariyavachainam anya shrunoti shrutva apyenam vedana chaiva kaschit some look on the soul as amazing some describe him as amazing and some hear of him as amazing while others even after hear about hearing about him cannot understand him at all different kinds of philosophers as they surrender so krishna rewards and they rewarded with specific knowledge that's why it is said here because they are ignorant and bewildered concerning the soul and its activities even though some of them have a vague idea of the soul many controversies arise and the philosophical speculators can never reach a conclusion all of these speculators are envious of the supreme personality of godhead why because if they are not envious they should just directly take whatever krishna is saying it's simple if we just receive the knowledge from the perfect source 
accepting his supremacy accepting that he is perfect then we will get it knowledge immediately but the reason why people don't accept from krishna is because they don't accept him as a perfect um, source of knowledge that means there is an envy there if somebody is actually meritorious and you deny that quality i i don't believe this person is good i don't care um, I, i don't believe this person is good no so that is envy so when krishna sri bhagavan uvacha he is speaking bhagavan is speaking and if we don't want to listen to that and we think our mind our intelligence is so far more superior than what krishna is saying and we start to speculate that is just envy for the supreme lord what happens to them all of these speculators are envious of the supreme personality of godhead and as krishna says in bhagavad gita 16.1920 tanaham vishatah kroran samsareshu naradhaman krikship kshipam yajasram ashubhan asurishve vayonishu asurim yonim apannam mudha janmani janmani mama prapyaiva kaunteya tato yanti adhamam gatam gatim those who are envious and mischievous who are the lowest among men are cast by me into the ocean of materialistic material existence into various demoniac species of life attaining repeated birth and among the species of demoniac life such persons can never approach me gradually they sink down to the most abominable type of existence because of their envy of the supreme personality of godhead non devotees are born in demoniac families life after life they are great offenders and because of their offenses the supreme lord keeps them always bewildered this is why they are bewildered why krishna rewards them like that because they are offenders so all these different people why they have different results because they are different degrees of offenders the real person who is an unoffensive he, he is actually only the devotee only the devotees are not offensive to the supreme lord everyone else everyone else than krishna's devotee is an offender to a lesser degree or more higher degree everyone is an offender it is just a percentage of offense accordingly one is uh rewarded still although they are offending him we all are offending him we have been in this material world because we have offended him still he is so kind that he has been giving us whatever we were we were asking for since time immemorial eko yo bahunam vidhati kaman he has been giving us everything so now the uh, they are great offenders and because of their offenses the supreme lord keeps them always bewildered naham prakasha sarvasya yoga maya samavrita kurvanti chaisham muhuratmamoham this is the line in this verse 6431 the lord the supreme personality of godhead purposely keeps them in darkness atmamoham the great authority parashar the father of vyasadeva explains the supreme personality of godhead thus gyana shakti balaishwarya virya tejam sasheshatah bhagavachchabda vachyani vinahe yair gunadibhi the demoniac speculators cannot understand the transcendental qualities form pastimes strength knowledge and opulence of the supreme personality of godhead which are all free from material contamination vinaheyar gunadibhi they are all free from material contamination and demoniac speculators can never understand these speculators are envious of the existence of the lord jagadahur anishwaram this is in, from the 16th chapter 8th verse of bhagavad gita 
their conclusion is that the entire cosmic manifestation has no controller but is just working naturally thus they are kept in constant darkness birth after birth and cannot understand the real cause of all causes this is the reason why there are so many schools of philosophical speculation this is the answer why there are so many speculative philosophies so these philosophies all come under sanctioned by vedas i mean something in gyana yoga but speculative philosophies some of them not some of them are whimsical speculations some of them are within the uh, vedic rules they refer to vedas but they have their own understanding of it so in this way there is a lot of opinions opinionated um, speculation i mean speculations on the vedic statements so that's why there are so many schools of thought there is gyana yoga now then there is hatha yoga of course the yogis uh, they also get their results by krishna's mercy dhyana avasthita tadgatena manasa pashyanti yam yogina so of course gyana yoga actually can be compared to also it is uh, sambhuti that is also so in the in this where are we yeah sambhuti absolute truth now here oops so here if you go sambhuti there is what are they um well this is again a materialistic idea of sambhuti so again it's it's a mixture of like confusion between sambhuti and asambhuti absolute and you know um, relative what is that that is explained in this 915 if you go bhagavad gita yes so when it comes to speculation there is a lot of overlap between transcendental and material but because it is a product of the mind speculation is basically product of the mind and intelligence and because these are material instruments so whatever that comes out of it is material so it's actually material but because it tries to take some reference from vedas here and there and then tries to have this overlap of you know spiritual principles covered by materialism so you know there is um some actually there is a transition from material to spiritual so the whole vedas are structured in such a way that it allows for the slow uh, improvement or progress of the soul from materialistic life to spiritual life for example varnashram system varnashram has both spiritual and material th- um, uh, needs of the soul catered for so for the material needs we need sustenance basically so the brahmanas kshatriyas vaishya shudras they are employed and not like brahmanas don't have a salary but they have donations so their sustenance is taken care of like that and they they have certain occupations they read the vedas and they preach that to others and do yagyas for themselves and others in this way this is brahmanas they guide the rest of the society in god consciousness and the kshatriyas they rule over the country so they have their sustenance taken care of in, in royal uh, palaces and then there is vaishyas whose sustenance is taken care of by agriculture and cow protection and the shudras they basically they don't have they can't manage or they are not uh, i mean administrators of um, country or they can't do business or you know cow protection or uh, agriculture 
or they can't read the Vedas or something, they just assist the others and they get their sustenance from that. Whatever they give, they take, you know, for their service and like a salary, basically. And they their sustenance is taken care of. So, the material sustenance, Artha and Kama, is taken care of by the Varna. And the Ashrama is taken, take, taken care of the spiritual needs of the society. Brahmachari, Grahastha, Vanaprastha, Sanyas. In all stages, the spiritual life, Krishna consciousness, is at the center, is at the absolute focus of the whole Varnashram system. So, materially and spiritually, all needs are taken care of by the Varnashram system. So, it is a system where there is material needs taken care of and spiritual growth is assured. But with faith in Krishna. Nanya Tattoshakaranam Vishnuraradhyate Pantha. So, Vishnuraradhyate, it is all meant to worship Vishnu. So, all occupations should be meant, should be the purpose of all occupations should be to glorify Vishnu. That is explained in the. We will come back to this verse. We will just go to the other verse in Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 5, Text 22. Idam hipum sas tapasashrutas seva, swishtas sasuktas sacha buddhidatayo, avichitortha kavibhir nirupito, yaduttama shloka gunanu varnanam. Learned circles have positively concluded that the infallible purpose of the advancement of knowledge, namely austerities, study of the Vedas, sacrifice, chanting of hymns and charity, culminates in the transcendental descriptions of the Lord who is defined in choice poetry. So the ultimate purpose of all learning is to glorify the Lord. That is the ultimate purpose. Even if some, like yesterday I was telling, if somebody is a good filmmaker in, in computer graphics and all that, Instead of doing some stupid movies like Jurassic Park and you know some Spider-Man, which have no meaning at all, he can make Mahabharat, Ramayana, and all these you know nice nice stories that are there in the Bhagavatam, Vishnu Purana, and all these stories, and people can become God conscious by watching those movies. And if you do with excellent computer graphics and all those things, then you can you know tell the story of Ramayana and Mahabharat, which is not possible to act by common people in this Kali Yuga because they had mystic powers like. You know, more than the stupid Ant-Man and, you know, the, what is Spider-Man and Lizard-Man and whatever it is. So, they had, you know, far more greater powers and, of course, the whole center is God. So, it is all purifying. So many lessons to learn and everything. What you can learn from this, these movies? So, with that, so the talent is there. We are not denying the talent. We are not against the talent. But use it for the proper source. Uh, for proper purpose, sorry. The purpose, the infallible purpose of the advancement, ad- advancement of knowledge. That means, Nirupita, you know, that is also stated in the, I think this, Nirupita, Nirupita means concluded. Concluded. That means, there is no question of debate anymore. It is concluded already. Uh, the infallible purpose. Learned circles have positively concluded. There is no more subject of debate. The debate is done. The verdict is out. The infallible purpose of all knowledge is to glorify the Lord. No matter what is one's talent or what. So that is Varnashram system. That's a very scientific, beautiful system that assures material and spiritual convenience for everybody. So it is a transition from materialistic, complete materialistic life to spiritual life. Ultimately, we have to come to the absolute spiritual life, absolute truth and nothing else. So... So there will be some things which are in, in you know, in, which cater to both, like even Jnana Yoga. 
there are speculation speculation is a mind's job it's it's a material thing but they are trying to speculate on the principles of the vedas vedas are again statements of god so it is like speculating on the words of god and having their own philosophies so that's why actually it is supposed to be sambhuti but it is counted among material because some of the philosophers end up completely material anyway going back this is one of the examples of a, per, a, a transition to the transcendental stage so others who engage in sacrifice by cultivation of knowledge this is gyana yagena gyana yoga or gyana yagya gyana yagena chapyanye yajanto mamupasate ekatvena prithatvena bahudha vishvato mukham so this is transcendence but in a way which is not very it is it is a crude form of transcendence so others who engage in sacrifice by the cultivation of knowledge worship the supreme lord as the one without a second advaitam you know the oneness and prithatvena like pantheism you know as one in many as diverse in many that means they say all gods are same you know he is in everywhere he is everything so they worship everything you know like that thinking it is as you say even manav seva is madhav seva you know servicing uh, or serving man is serving god these are all this kind of philosophy prithatvena bahuda so as one without a second as diverse in many bahuda so they think god is spread out in all these manifestations and serving any of these manifestations is serving god so this is again a, a false philosophy and in the universal form universal form is also for the materialistic person hmm. so actually the fact is that everything is a part and parcel of the lord the demigods are part and parcel the people the man they say man service to man is service to god it's not a fact because first of all if you cannot if you don't serve god you cannot really serve man adequately because the serving man means serving the soul not the body so serving soul means he has to be given knowledge that is real serve, service so this is gyana yagena chapin ekatvena prithaktvena bahuda vishvatomukham so transcendence but lower forms of transcendence uh, lower understanding of transcendence sorry so that this i will just write bhagavad gita 9.15 which is um you know pantheism and all these things pantheism and oneness universal universal form etc so these are one one part of surrender to the absolute in this way and they will get their results uh, they have their own kind of conclusions now next is brahmeti paramatmeti bhagavanati these are like actually impersonal like the brahma jyoti which is the actual now we are coming to the factual understanding of the absolute truth but again partial uh, and then complete but until now it was kind of faulty not really partial but faulty partial and faulty at the same time but this is factual understanding of the absolute truth but still partial so this is brahman
and then we have Paramatma and Bhagavan the personality of Godhead this is the ultimate word of the absolute truth this is the real understanding of the absolute truth Bhagavan now Brahman and Paramatma what happens to them what happens to them those who surrender to that process let's go chapter 12 text 5 klesho dhikataras tesham avyakta sakta chetasam avyakta hi gatir dukham dehavadbhir avapyate for those whose minds are attached to the unmanifested impersonal feature of the supreme advancement is very troublesome to make progress in that discipline is always difficult for those who are embodied see troublesome is i mean the advancement is very troublesome and what happens to them ultimately famous verse 10 to 32 shrimad bhagavatam 10.2.32 here we go yenye ravindaksha vimuktam aninas tvayasta bhavada vishuddha buddhayah aruhya kritchrena param padam tatah patantyadho someone may say that aside from devotees who always seek shelter at the Lord's lotus feet there are those who are not devotees but who have accepted different processes for attaining salvation what happens to them in answer to this question Lord Brahma said and other demigods said O lotus-eyed Lord although non-devotees who accept severe austerities and penances to achieve the highest position may think themselves liberated their intelligence is impure they fall down from their position of imagined superiority because they have no regard for your lotus feet this is the end of what happens to them they achieve the highest position they achieve the transcendence they fall down and come back to materialistic activities because they have no regard for the lotus feet they did not completely understand the transcendence that means they did not understand the personal um, aspect of the absolute truth and that's why they fall down this is the reward that the they get the reward i mean they get the they get a place in the brahma jyoti as a particle of, of the light they get that but they lose it because they're not taking sh- real shelter anywhere real shelter means of the lotus feet of krishna bhajahure mana shrinandanandana abhaya charanaravindare so abhaya charanaravindare means charanaravindare means the lotus feet and abhaya fearless lotus that means there's no fear of falling down anymore we need a shelter and that shelter is the lotus feet of krishna this is where they end and paramatmavad is where do they end they also fall down because we'll go here in the 6th chapter of madhyalila Two hundred and sixty-ninth verse. Very nicely, Prabhupada quotes from the Patanjali Yoga Sutras. Brahma Ishvara Sayujya Dvita Prakar, Brahma Sayujya Hoyte Ishvara Sayujya Dhikkar. Sarvam Pratacharya continued. There are two kinds of Sayujya Mukti: merging into the Brahman effulgence and merging into the personal body of the Lord. Merging into the Lord's body is even more abominable 
then merging into his effulgence and that is this end of the paramatma vadis usually they end up like that if they don't rise up to the bhagwan platform they will fall down and they want to merge into the body of the supreme lord and why this is so bad we will just go to that part where it is said you see even though um the followers of the patanjali yoga system actually want to merge into the body of the supreme lord supreme personality of godhead this indicates that they do not want to engage in his service despite their knowledge of him then so and thus their position is even more abominable than that than that of those who would want to merge into the lord's effulgence so now the the people who want to merge into the lord's effulgence they don't have knowledge of the personality of the lord and that's why they don't serve the lord but here this paramatma vadis they have information of the personality of the lord and still they don't want to serve the lord they want to merge into his body and that is their real problem and you see here so this indicates that they do not want to engage in his service despite their knowledge of him and thus their position is even more abominable than that of those who want to merge into the lord's effulgence these yogis meditate on 400 vishnu form of the lord in order to merge into his body the patanjali system describes the form of the lord as klesha karma vipakasha yair aparamrishta purusha vishesha ishvara the supreme personality of godhead is a person who does not partake of a miserable material life that means they accept the personality of the lord but the yogis accept the eternity of the supreme person in one of their mantras sa purvesham api guru kalan vachhedat such a person is always supreme and is not influenced by the element of time this is the description in the yoga sutras the followers of the patanjali system therefore accept the eternity of the supreme personality of godhead yet according to them purushartha shunyayam shunyanam pratipa pratiprasavah kaivalyam swarupa pratishtha va chiti shakti reti they believe that in the perfectional stage the conception of purusha is vanquished according to their description chiti shakti reti they believe that when one becomes perfect he cannot remain a person this yoga system is therefore abominable because its final conception is impersonal in the beginning these yogis accept accept the supreme personality of godhead but they ultimately give up this idea in order to become impersonal they are most unfortunate because although they have come they have a personal conception of the absolute truth they neglect to render devotional service to the lord and thus fall down again into the material world of course they do get the yogic powers for which they worked for the yoga system all the eight yogic perfections animala ghima prapti prakamyam ishit ishitva vashitva kamavasaita so all these uh, eight yogic perfections they will get and that also is the reward ye yatham ampradyante tam sathaiva bhajamiham as they surrendered because they surrendered to that process he will give them but then when they climb up higher and when they accept the supreme person and then they don't render service they again fall down again fall down so consequently this path of yoga is more abominable than the impersonalist path this conclusion is also supported by lord kapiladev in following verse from shrimad bhagavatam so unless one comes to the devotee platform everyone is fallible mm. now now let's go to this part shrimad bhagavatam 10th canto 87th chapter 25th verse janim asata sato mrityam uta मानी ये छ भेदाम ओ 
जानम जनिम असता सा तो मृत्युता ये चेदा विपण मृत स्मरुपदिशंता आरोपित त्रिगुणमयुमादबोधकृताय नतापरत्रेदरसे somehow squeeze that into that tune <laughs> okay the translation supposed authorities who declare that matter is the origin of existence supposed authorities who declare that matter is the origin of existence that the permanent qualities of the soul can be destroyed that the self is compounded of separate aspects of spirit and matter or that material transactions constitute reality all such authorities base their teachings on mistaken ideas that hide the truth the dualistic conception that the living entity is produced from the three modes of nature is simply a product of ignorance such a conception has no real basis in you for you are transcendental to all illusion and always and always enjoy perfect total awareness wow this class is so long <laughs> so okay let's see we actually one other verse than this and one other verse that's it so you see here actually you can go and read the translation i mean the purport yourself but this is actually very nicely explained in this whole purport you know you see 1728 anything done as sacrifice charity um so much is actually here nyaya and everything all this sankhya karika all these you know philosophies are mentioned here vedanta sutra and um, what is the vaisheshika philosophy everything yoga sutras patanjali and vaisheshika all this you know actually this you can actually go and read this whole purport to understand all the shardarshan all the different kinds of uh, philosophies but you see the po- point is such a conception has no real basis in you for you are transcendental to all illusion and always enjoy perfect total awareness now i want you to point point your attention to this verse 27 10 8727 so we'll go to the translation because it's a long verse and i'm not very confident of the tune <laughs> so anyway you see here the devotees who worship you as the shelter of all beings disregard death and place their feet on its on his head but with the words of the vedas you bind the non devotees like animals though they be vastly learned scholars it is your affectionate devotees who can purify themselves and others not those who are inimical to you now here is a very important thing the same vedas liberate the devotees and bind the non devotees just like the same constitution the law of the country awards those with academic excellence or sport excellence or whatever bravery awards or whatever when they do something good the same government you know rewards them positively and the same government punishes those who go against the law is the same book the constitution which governs all these things so it is likewise the same words of the vedas which are so clear like for the devotees when prabhupada explained the bhagavad gita as it is it is so clear but the same bhagavad gita is keeping those philosophers who are against krishna bound they have absolutely no clue of what bhagavad gita is talking about and they are writing commentaries as well 
सेम भगवद गीता दैट इज एक्सप्लेन हि वाई ये यथा माम प्रपद्यंते ताम तथा भजाम्य हम एज दिस सरेंडर इट्स अबाउट द सरेंडर हैव दिस सरेंडर मीन्स वॉट सर्वेतृतम मनिए यन्माम मदसी केशव आई एक्सेप्ट एज ट्रूथ ऑल दैट यू से टेन्थ चैप्टर फोर्टीन वर्स ऑफ भगवदगीता एंड नेक्स्ट एस्पेक्ट ऑफ सरेंडर इज करिष्य वचनम थव एटीन डॉट सेवेंटी थ्री ऑफ भगवदगीता दीज टू एस्पेक्ट्स आर समराइजिंग द एंटायर सरेंडरिंग प्रोसेस एक्सेप्टिंग वॉट कृष्ण इज सेंग एंड डूइंग वॉट ही आस टू डू दिस इज सरेंडर एंड इफ समबडी इज नॉट गोइंग टू डू दैट ही कैन रीड द सेम भगवदगीता एंड यू विल नेवर कम टू द सेम कंक्लूजन दैट्स वाई देर आर सो मेनी डिफरेंट कॉमेंट्रीज ऑन भगवदगीता एंड ईच कमिंग टू देर ओन कंक्लूजन्स You see, the devotees who worship you as the shelter of all living beings disregard death and place their feet on his his head. But the word, but with the words of the Vedas, you bind the non-devotees like animals. This is this is very important. Vedeshu durlabham, adurlabham atma bhakta. Oh, by Vedas, although he, Krishna is supposed to be known, but he can only be understood if those, that Vedic study is. complemented with devotional service then yes that we have shown in a few verses in the 2931 uh, in the 1212 all these verses we'll just go there 2931 you see the personality of god had said okay we'll see the transcript shri bhagavan vacha gyanam paramaguhyam me yad vigyana samanvitam सरहस्यम सदंगम च गृहाण गदितम मया द पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हिट सेड नॉलेज अबाउट मी एज डिस्क्राइब्ड इन स्क्रिप्चर्स इज वेरी कॉन्फिडेंशियल एंड इट हैज टू बी रियलाइज इन कंजंक्शन विद डिवोशनल सर्विस द नेसेसरी पैरफर्नेलिया फॉर दैट प्रोसेस इज बीइंग एक्सप्लेन बाय मी एंड यू मे टेक इट अप वेरी केयरफुली सिमिलरली इट इज सेड 1212 तत्श्रद्धा धाना मुनयो ज्ञान वैराग्ययुक्तया पश्यत्मन चात्मा भक्तिया्रुतगृहतया द सीरियस्ली इंक्विजिटिव स्टूडेंट और सेज वेल इक्विप विथ नॉलेज एंड डिटैचमेंट रियलाइज दैर एब्सोल्यूट ट्रूथ बर एंडरिंग डिवोशनल सर्विस इन टर्म्स ऑफ वॉट ही हेज हर्ड फ्रॉम वेदांत श्रुति अगेन रेंडरिंग डिवोशनल सर्विस इन टर्म्स ऑफ वॉट ही हेज हर्ड फ्रॉम वेदांत श्रुति एंड देन यस ही रियलाइज द एब्सोल्यूट ट्रूथ बट नॉट विदउट रेंडरिंग डिवोशनल सर्विस Now, let's go back to that verse. Here you see, the personified Vedas have now set aside the erroneous philosophies of several contending schools, the Asad, Utpattivada, or of the Vaisheshikas, who presume a material source of creation, the Sad Vinashvad of the Nayayikas, who would deprive the liberated soul of consciousness, the Sagunatva Bhedavad of the Sankhyas, who isolate the soul from all his apparent qualities. the vipanavad of the mimamsakas who condemn the soul to eternal involvement in the mundane commerce of karma and the vivartavad of the mayavadis who denigrate the soul's real life in the in this world as a hallucination having rejected all these ideas the personified vedas now present the philosophy of devotional service paricharyavad paricharya means service devotional service paricharyavad the vaishnavas who accept this philosophy teach that the jiva soul is an atomic particle of spiritual personality who possesses minute knowledge is not independent and has no material qualities being minute he is prone to come under the control of material energy where he suffers the pains of material material life 
he can end his suffering and regain the shelter of the supreme lord's divine internal energy only by rendering devotional service to the lord not by engaging in fruitive work mental speculation or any other process as krishna says in his own words bhaktyaham ekayagrahya shraddhayatma priyasatam bhakti punadi mannishtha svapakana bisambhavat so we have seen this verse only by practicing unalloyed devotional service with full faith in me can one obtain me the supreme personality of godhead now devotees of the personality of godhead worship him as the shelter niketa of everything that exists akila sattva these are words used in this verse today i mean this 108727 moreover these vaishnava devotees themselves can be called akila sattva niketa in the sense that their abode and shelter is the philosophical truth of the reality sattvam of both the material and spiritual worlds thus shripad madhvacharya in his vedanta sutra bhashya quotes the shruti mantra satyam he evedam vishvam asrijata he created this world as real as and the seventh canto of shrimad bhagavatam 7.1.11 refers to the supreme lord as pradhana pumbhyam naradeva satyakrit the creator of a real universe of matter and living entities Srila Vishwana Chakravarti Thakur points out yet another more confidential meaning of Akila Sattva Niketa that the Supreme Lord's personal abodes are in no way killer or imperfect and so are called Vaikuntha, the realms free of anxiety and restriction. Vaishnavas whose devotional service the Lord has kindly accepted are so sure of his protection that they no longer fear death which comes before them just, sorry, that they no longer fear death which comes for them just another easy step on the way back to their eternal home which becomes for them sorry <laughs> which becomes for them just another easy step on the way back to their eternal home but are only devotees of the supreme lord eligible for liberation from the fear of death why are all other mystics and learned scholars disqualified here the shruti's answer anyone who is vimukha who has not turned his face toward the supreme uh, toward the lord with hopeful expectation of his mercy is bound up in illusion by the same words of the vedas that enlighten the surrendered devotees the vedas themselves warn tasya vak tantir namani damani tasyedam vacha tantya namabhir damabhis sarvam sitam the threads of this transcendental sound form a string of sacred names but also a set of binding ropes with the rope of their injunctions the vedas tie up this entire world leaving all beings fettered by false designations such a important you know um, quote the reality of the soul you see how nicely it is said the threads of this transcendental sound form a string of sacred names but also a set of binding ropes hmm. the reality of the soul and super soul is aparoksha perceivable but only to one with transcendental vision paroksha means perceivable aparoksha means not perceivable by material vision but transcendental vision philosophers whose hearts are impure mistakenly presume that this truth is instead paroksha that is it can only that it on, can only be speculated upon and never experienced directly that's what they think the super soul and and the absolute truth is it can only be uh, what is that speculated upon and never experienced directly the knowledge of such thinkers may help them dispel certain doubts and misconceptions about the lesser aspects of reality but it is useless for transcending material illusion and approaching the absolute truth they can understand that yes this material world is not a place for happiness they know that okay brahma brahma satya jagan mithya they you know they, they accept that okay the soul is the real deal but they can't go further than that so they understand some lesser aspects of uh, truth of reality but 
it is useless for transcending material illusion and approaching the absolute truth as a general rule only the devotees who faithfully render devotional service unto the supreme lord up to the point of complete purification receive his grace in the form of aparoksha gyan and direct realization of his greatness and wonderful compassion the personality of god is of course free to award his mercy even to the undeserving as he does when he personally kills offensive demons but he is much less inclined to bless mayavadis and other atheistic philosophers okay here you see this um the soul's perfect realization is to be gained not through his own efforts at mental speculation but by receiving the lord's favor this we hear from the vedic authority katha upanishad and mundaka upanishad nayamatma pravachanena labhyo name dhayana bahuna ashrutena yame vaishavrinute tena labhyas tasyaisha atma vivrinute tanum swam this supreme self cannot be reached by argumentation or by applying one's independent brain power or by studying many scriptures rather he alone can achieve the self whom the self chooses to favor i mean the supreme self i'm talking about krishna himself to that person the self with a capital s reveals his true personal own true personal form elsewhere in the shruti describes the devotee's success dehante devah param brahma tarakam vyachaste at the end of this body's life the sanctified soul perceives the supreme lord just as clearly as if seeing the stars in the sky and it and in its last statement Shvetashvatara Upanishad offers this encouragement to aspiring Vaishnavas. Yasya deve parabhaktir yatha deve tathagurau tasya teh katitha yartha prakashante mahatmanaha. Unto those great souls who have implicit faith in both the Lord and the spiritual master are all the imports of Vedic knowledge automatically revealed. This is proper faith. This is proper surrender to, Mahatma, to the spiritual master and Krishna. In this regard, Jeeva Goswami cites another verse of Shvetashvatara Upanishad. जुष्टम यदा पश्यति पश्यत्यन्यमीशम अस्य महिमानम इति वीति वीता शोकः रुचोक्षरे परे व्योमन यस्मिन् देवा अधि विश्वे निषेधो यस्तम वेद किं रचाकरिष यति य इत तद्विदुस्त इमे समासते द सुप्रीम लॉर्ड इज ही हु इज रेफर्ड टू बाय द मंत्रस ऑफ द ऋग्वेदा हु रिसाइड्स इन द टॉप मोस्ट इटर्नल स्काई एंड हु एलिवेट्स हिज सेंटली डिवोटीज टू शेयर दैट सेम पोजीशन one who has developed pure love for him and realizes his uniqueness then appreciates his glories and is freed from sorrow what further good can the rig mantras bestow on one who knows that supreme lord all who come to know him achieve this supreme destination and finally we have this verse very very beautiful verse by shri shridhar swami he says tapantu tapaye prapatan तु परपतंतु अटंतु तीर्थानि पठंतु चागमान यजंतु यजंतु लेट देम सफर ऑस्टेरिटीज थ्रो देमसेल्व्स फ्रॉम माउंटेन टॉप्स ट्रैवल टू होली प्लेसेस स्टडी द स्क्रिप्चर्स worship with fire sacrifices and argue various philosophies but without lord hari they will never cross beyond death tapantu tapaihi prapatantu parvatad atantu teerthani pathantu chagaman yajantu yagair vivadantu vadair harim vinanaiva mritim dharanti beautiful verse so this is as you surrender so he rewards
last which we already seen in the beginning so here bhagwan now in bhagwan there are five shanta rasa dasya rasa sakya vatsalya and madhurya and in madhurya we have two what is that um sambhoga sorry what am i saying स्वकीय पर सो वॉट आज इज फाइव सो वी हैव ऑलरेडी वी हैव गॉन थ्रू दैट वन वर्स विच एक्सप्लेन्स वी हैव मेनी वर्सेज बट वील जस्ट गो थ्रू दिस वन वर्स ब्रह्म संहिता फाइव डॉट फिफ्टी फाइव सो मेनी वर्सेज आर देर एक्चुअली सपोर्टिंग दिस बट यू सी दिस यम क्रोध काम सहज प्रणयादि भीति वात्सल्यमोह गुरगौरव सेव्य भाव संचित्य तदृशी धनुमापुरे गोविंदमादिपुरषं तमहम भजा आई अडो द प्राइमिवल लॉर्ड गोविंद द मेडिटेटर्स ऑफ होम बाय मेडिटेटिंग अपॉन हिम अंडर द स्वे ऑफ रैथ एमरस पैशन नैचुरल फ्रेंडली लव फियर पैरेंटल अफेक्शन डेल्यूशन रेवरेन्स एंड विलिंग सर्विस अटेन टू द बॉडली फॉर्म्स बीफिटिंग द नेचर ऑफ द कॉन्टम्प्लेशन सो एज दिस अरेंडर one wants shantaras like a cow or a plant or a fruit okay and that is granted somebody wants to serve him as a servant like ramdoot hanuman give him granted he will be the servant eternal servant of lord ram and some want to be his friends like arjuna uddhava and cowherd boys of vrindavan granted vatsalya some want to serve him as a parent like nanda maharaj yashoda vasudev devaki granted and even to putana also who came to kill him he also gave her the position of mother because she offered her breast milk to krishna granted mother position and those who want him as a conjugal lover granted i will be your lover or i will be your husband so that is parakiya and swakiya swakiya means in madhurya also in madhurya so of course if if you do not know the meaning shanta means neutral love dasya means servitorship sakya means friendship vatsalya means um, parental love and madhurya means conjugal love so in that swakiya and parakiya means swakiya means uh, own like a husband husband and wife so like rukmini and krishna when krishna joked with rukmini saying that you know i will leave you you find a better suitor you know i am who am i after all all my devotees are beggars you know i am i am nobody you know <laughs> so when he was talking about separation she could not even she could not even bear those words and she fainted so she cannot imagine uh, a separation from the lord so this fakir she there's a sense of ownership of the law like he's mine he's my husband so he will not leave me there's like a contract of marriage kind of binding parakiya means like a paramour love like radharani there's no contract of marriages any time krishna can come and any time krishna can go and he can enjoy with any other girl there's no con- there's no binding factor still she loves him even though there's absolutely no reason to love him still she loves him that is the highest surrender ramya kaachad upasana vrajavadhu vargena ya kalpita that gopi's love is the topmost and that kind of surrender is unmatched in the entire creation and even among the gopis radharani is the chief 
and she says whether you come before me or don't come you are still my lord and in fact she says even separation is even greater than even sambhoga because or meeting because i can see you everywhere uh, whereas when you are when krishna is there before me i can see him in one place right in front of me but when krishna is no not in front of me the whole world the whole universe appears only everywhere i see only krishna so even that separation is even higher vipralambhasiva than meeting so in this way ye yathamam prapadyante tam stataiva bhajami ham all right now we will take questions but it's so long and i don't know how many questions we have to go through now we will rush through them as far as possible oh krishna there are so many questions so many questions let's try like lightning round okay first question by bhakta virendra one who follows lord chaitanya's movement also becomes a rupanuga follows rupa goswami instructions and becomes eligible to serve radha krishna and goloka as servant of go servant gopi of rupa manjari is it true well whatever is his original position in the spiritual world he will attain to that it may be directly under the rupa goswami rupa manjari or anything else rupanuga means following his footsteps but in the spiritual world what is his role that we don't know we can't speculate <clears throat> next a question by bhakta virendra since paramatma is present within the soul of every living entity is paramatma more accessible than impersonal brahman feature um krishna is actually the most accessible if you know but if we do not know no that's why how many people are there who don't understand the paramatma feature but they understand the all pervading impersonal feature that means that is even easier to understand than paramatma that itself is the that itself is the answer because mostly people understand the impersonal like he is not a person in many religions also but paramatma feature very few know and bhagwan even few like that uh 11 29 38 in return for my insignificant surrender you have mercifully bestowed upon me your servant the torchlight of transcendent knowledge therefore what devotee of yours who has any gratitude could ever give up your lotus feet and take shelter of another master beautiful verse 10 uh, 11 29 38 we'll just go there shrimad bhagavatam 11 29 38 pratyarpito me pratyarpito me bhavatanukampina bhrityaya vijnanamaya pratipah hitva krita gyas tava padamulam konyam samiya charanam tvadiyam in return for my insignificant surrender you have mercifully bestowed upon me your servant the torchlight of transcendental knowledge therefore what devotee of yours who has any gratitude could ever give up your lotus feet and take shelter of another master so him we have to surrender krishna that's why krishna says ultimately to whom you actually should surrender sarva dharman parityajya mamekam sharanam vraja aham tvam sarva papebhyo mokshayishyami masuchah abandon all varieties of religion and just surrender unto me i shall deliver you from all sinful reactions do not fear actually i wanted to show you the faith in the three modes goodness passion ignorance but you know it's understood so surrender means faith 
so faith also there is three modes of faith so that is explained in i think the divisions of faith if i'm not wrong divisions of faith Seventeenth chapter, the whole seventeenth chapter is actually the divisions of faith. So this whole chapter is about different faith and what they surrender to, and what they accept, and what they reject. All the aspects of surrender, anukulya, sasankalpa, pratikulya, savarjanam, according to the what they surrender to, goodness, passion, ignorance, different results, different um, characteristics. So anyway, going back, um, next question by Bhakta Virendra. A pure devotee doesn't ask for back to home, back to Godhead, nor any type of spiritual liberation. So a pure devotee only wants unalloyed devotional service, birth after birth. Yes. Next question, uh, quote. Chaitanya Charitamrita Adilila 8.18. If a devotee wants liberation or material sense gratification from the Lord, Krishna immediately delivers it. But pure devotional service, he keeps hidden. Uh, hidden. Um, yeah, so that's a good verse. It's actually Srimad Bhagavatam 5.6.18. This whole verse, but actually, I just want to show this part Muktim Dadati Karhichits Mana Bhakti Yogam. Krishna even gives Mukti very easily, but Bhakti he will keep reserved because by Bhakti, when he gives Bhakti, he himself becomes purchased by that Bhakti. So he keeps that hidden. So only to very, very fortunate people is this revealed. So if you are contacting this Bhakti movement, Krishna Bhakti, that means you are one of the very, very, very rarely fortunate persons. Kono Bhagyavan Jeev. Guru Krishna Prasadapai Bhakti Latabij. A Brahmanda Brahmite. Kono Bhagyavan Jeev. Next question, Varajakshi Mataji, when a devotee can attain Krishna only by Bhakti Yoga, then what is the significance of Jnana Yoga? Many, many persons in the past became purified by knowledge of me and thus they all attained transcendental love for me, kindly enlightened. So, knowledge of me means, so Jnana Yoga means to, uh, what is it, employ the uh, speculative tendency to understand the Vedic statements. That is Jnana Yoga. But when we talking about knowledge of Krishna, conclusive knowledge of Krishna, that comes from hearing from authorities and that is classified as Bhakti. Purified by knowledge of me means like hearing and chanting. Shravanam Kirtanam Vishnu Smaranam. Shravanam means to receive knowledge. Shravanam means what? We are hearing about Krishna. So that is knowledge about Krishna. So that is counted among Bhakti one of the nine bhakti processes. Whereas, when there is Jnana Yoga means, the speculative tendencies are employed in this, uh, on the statements of Vedas and trying to speculate. But because the subject matter is about the Lord, but because there is this lack of complete surrender, they are looking at Vedic statements, but you know, with their own speculations. Therefore, they reach faulty conclusions. So, but when he says knowledge of me, mm -hmm. That is is bhakti actually. So sometimes it is used as buddhi yoga, sometimes even jnana. But that jnana, which is which is talking about knowledge of himself, that is conclusive knowledge about Krishna can only be had by bhakti. Bhaktya mama bhijanati. We can know the Lord only through bhakti. So like that. 
Next question by Bhakta Virendra. In Nectar of Instruction, also process of surrender and devotion is mentioned. Yes, so the whole Nectar of Devotion is about that, especially the first few verses. What needs to be, um, what needs to be accepted, not what needs to be rejected, you know, all these things. So that is also uh, surrender. So what needs to be accepted and what needs to be rejected? Nectar of Instruction 2, Nectar of Instruction 3, and how we should associate with devotees in the next row of instruction the fourth verse and fifth verse sixth verse and all these things so we won't go into all that because it's already very late but that is the whole process of surrender if you want to go just we can actually you know just visit them next row of instruction to atyahara prayasascha prajalpo niyamagraha janasangascha laulyamcha shadbir bhakti vinashyati one's devotional service is spoiled when he becomes too entangled in the following six activities eating more than necessary or collecting more funds than required over endeavoring for mundane things that are very difficult to obtain talking unnecessarily about mundane subject matters practicing the scriptural rules and regulations only for the sake of following them and not for the sake of spiritual advancement or rejecting the rules and regulations of the scriptures and working independently or whimsically associating with worldly minded persons who are not interested in krishna consciousness and being greedy for mundane achievements then there are six symptoms favorable to the execution of pure devotional service being enthusiastic endeavoring with confidence being patient acting according to the regulatory principles such as shravanam kirtanam vishnu smaranam abandoning abandoning the association of non devotees and following the footsteps of the previous acharyas these six principles undoubtedly assure the complete success of pure devotional service so these are aspects of surrender and of course there are other symptoms in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. But yes. Um, next question. Bhakta Virendra. Are we all fortunate that we are associating with devotees by getting to know the path of Krishna consciousness and by surrendering to Krishna Krishna and Guru, the Supreme God has given a chance after many births to associate with him eternally? Yes. Short answer. Yes. So don't lose it. Don't don't give up. Next question. Bhakta Virendra, demoniac species of life stay in 11 lower planetary systems, Sutala, Talatal, Rasatal, Patal. Well, not only, no, not, not just that. No, animal life, there is also lower planetary demoniac species. All animal life is demoniac species. So, all that is included. Next question, uh, it's a quote, 10.51.46. That person has an impure mind who, despite having somehow or other automatically obtained a rare and highly evolved evolved human form of life does not worship your lotus feet like an animal that has fallen into a blind well such a person has fallen into the darkness of a material home very nice 1051 46 you can go and see that if you want next question by bhakta bhakti Najanya. if a person is attached to his wife at the ta- at the time of death he will get a woman's body can you say the verse which ma- which mentions it hmm well there is a verse which mentions the other way around That a woman woman becomes a man in the next life. I remember that. Three thirty one thirty four, if I'm not wrong. No. Thirty five. No. Oh, sorry, sorry. Not here. Three thirty. Hmm. No, three thirty one only. Okay, let's see. It's somewhere in the 30s. 
थ्री थर्टी वन फोर्टी टू और फोर्टी वन आई थिंक अ लिविंग एंडिटी हु एज रिजल्ट ऑफ अटैचमेंट टू अ वुमेन इन हिज प्रीवियस लाइफ हैज बिन एंड विद अ फॉर्म ऑफ अ वुमन माँ या दिस एक्चुअली शोज दिस एक्चुअली शोज Foolishly look up, looks upon Maya in the form of a man, her husband, as the bestower of wealth, progeny, house, and other material assets. Yeah, this is actually the one. Yam manyate patim mohan man mayam rishabha yatim striitvam stri sangata prapto vitta patyagraha pradam. Was a result of attachment to a woman in his previous life has been endowed with the form of a woman. So this is the verse. Next question. Bhakta Virendra. Soldiers who die a patriotic death. attain virgati is it true no they become somebody in the in the same country no virgati means those who go to the heavenly planets that is dharma yuddha those who fight for righteous cause which is about dharma like kurukshetra that is a dharma yuddha not simply about of attachment for land of you know, you know birth next question by santosh gupta Abhiji, how we identify who is real sadhu and who is not? Nowadays, so many gurus, which path to choose? It's quite difficult because we pray to all God, Shiva, Narayan, Ganpati, goddesses like Lakshmi, Durga, and many more. So, how to find which is good? So, you read Bhagavad Gita as it is, by Shri Prabhupada. Huh? Pick up one copy of Bhagavad Gita as it is. If you if you don't have one, you can go to online. But if you prefer reading in a book format, like many devotees do. You can buy purchase a book, uh, Bhagavad Gita as it is, or otherwise you can go to prabhupadabooks.com, prabhupadabooks.com, and there you can read them online. But read them. So once you read Bhagavad Gita, you will have complete answers for all these questions. Hmm. Completely, you will get all answers. Next question by Krishna Smaranam Prabhu. Can we say that Shri Prabhupada is a real Mahatma? Yes, of course. <laughs> He. He is making many, many thousands and millions into Mahatmas. Next question by Santosh Gupta. Some story says that after the death, Pandavas went to hell. Is this right? If it's right, why? Because they were following Krishna always. No, it was an illusion that for was was present to presented to Yudhishthir Maharaj, because Yudhishthir Maharaj did not lie when Krishna asked him to lie on the battlefield, and because of that, he had to go to hell for one hour. and there he was shown an illusion that as if his brothers were all there in hell and all that they were not in hell it was just an illusion shown but he was given that momentary uh, punishment because he did not lie when krishna asked him to lie krishna asked him to lie because dronacharya was fighting so valiantly so krishna's um you know bhima said i have killed ashwatthama because dronacharya's son is ashwatthama and dronacharya's vow was that he would stop fighting if his son dies if he comes to know that his son died in the battle so bhima was shouting oh ashwatthama is dead ashwatthama is dead but dronacharya was not believing because bhima would tell lies so he did not take his word seriously because he was so confident of ashwatthama's his son's prowess that nobody can kill ashwatthama so when bhima was telling he did not believe it but so krishna knew that if yudhishthir maharaj because he is satyavan so he is always speaking the truth so if yudhishthir maharaj tells then dronacharya will believe and he will stop fighting and in that state yudhishthadyumna who was who was actually born to kill dronacharya he will go and kill him when he puts his weapons down in a cheating way yudhishthadyumna actually killed him so 
how it happened so dronacharya somehow or other had to put his weapons down if he is holding those weapons nobody can kill him among the warriors of the pandavas so somehow he has weapons have to be put down so how only ashwatthama is dead that news he has to hear and that's all so they engage ashwatthama on one side so that he is far away from dronacharya and then yudhishthir maharaj was asked by krishna to tell the lie that you lie now that ashwatthama is dead so he was hesitating no because he was more attached to his honor of being or his reputation of being a honest person rather than to surrender to krishna's instruction and just lie when he asked him to lie so if krishna asks us to lie that 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 is exactly what we need to do immediately so whatever krishna says we must execute so but he did not so then an arrangement was made that bhima was asked to kill an elephant whose name was also ashwatthama then bhima killed the elephant with one stroke finished the elephant died now he asked krishna asked yudhishthir maharaj to tell the news that ashwatthama is dead not your son the elephant so this was he was asked to tell so this he agreed because it is the truth so he said ashwatthama is dead but not your son the elephant so when he was saying the second part of the sen- sentence not your son the elephant krishna and all the pandavas all uh, all the you know soldiers on pandava said they blew their conch shells their bugles and everything so loud that you know and in that tumultuous sound dronacharya did not hear the second part of the sentence and therefore he put his weapons down and drishtadvana went and beheaded him so mission accomplished but the thing is that <laughs> Yudhishthir Maharaj did not lie when he was asked to and that's why he was shown hell for 1 hour just to show us that basically Yudhishthir Maharaj is so surrendered to Krishna actually he wouldn't make such a mistake but it is he was made to make such a mistake to show us that it is more important to um, obey Krishna rather than trying to be a morally upright person without Krishna consciousness so we must even rise above that morally morals moral values of mundane moral values of this world of course usually we have to be honest in everything that is also stated in bhagavad gita arjavam we have to be honest but when there is a special order by krishna like that we have to execute that that means understanding religious principles properly it's like arjuna he wanted to be a non violent man when krishna asked him to fight with his own relatives kill your grandfather kill your guru kill your cousins he did it in the beginning he was confused but in the end he did it so that's the thing karishya vachanam tava so that point he wanted to highlight so that's why this whole story of why he had to only yudhishthir maharaj had to visit hell for that one hour okay next um but it was all just a just a hallucination uh, not hallucination it's like a um trick played by indra just to suffer slightly the hellish punishment by feeling and but he did not really go to hell next question bhakti najanya Mm. but he acquired the qualities of mahatma why forgetting gandhi's qualities is any devotee who leads such a simple and self control life like gandhi do you know any devotee yeah everybody who's an actual devotee of krishna is better than gandhi because first of all he died for country what is the use you you think do you think prabhupada did not live a life more simply than gandhi in fact he advised gandhi what to do he did not listen gandhi did not listen to prabhupada's instruction and he was killed why are you supporting gandhi for what ha huh? 
when he hold the bhagavad he held the bhagavad gita and fought for the country and that is never in the bhagavad gita that you have to fight for a country and never there and um he has interpreted bhagavad gita in his own way he has written a commentary on bhagavad gita gandhi and he says kurukshetra means this body he, he very simple definition kurukshetra is a place name even now the kurukshetra is there you can go there and see the whole place it is in the name of the place is kurukshetra why he had to interpret in his own way kurukshetra means actually this body it was referring to body our body where did he get this idea this is and pancha pandava or pancha indriya the five senses in this way he was speculating on and on that's why he never really followed the instructions of bhagavad gita that is the problem there okay she added something for me gandhi is a wonderful man whose life story inspired me to change my non-veg food habit and made an enthusiasm to seek about gita so i asked it it is very painful for me to think against him i am not interested to criticize him why am why am thinking like this you are thinking like this because you have you have not surrendered you have not understood what is actually devotion and what is not even if he is so called simple in everything huh? but if he is not following krishna what is the use and he was so attached to the country and i have showed so many verses one who is patriotic is an animal so no point no point that's like you know that verse by sridhar swami just now we saw in the 1087-27 purport you can do whatever you want but if without hari we, they cannot go anywhere and shri prabhupada definitely said that actually because apparently you know in the last moment gandhi said hey ram and died prabhupada said he never went back to godhead because he was not surrendering to ram or krishna's instructions he was speculating and his whole life was based on his own way and some say that he did not even say hey ram some say he did but prabhupada said he did not go back to godhead because of this so you may have your attachments but it is not based on shastra so we have to take statements from shastra and from the authority guru prabhupada hmm we cannot have affinity for someone when you had affinity for him because you you do not know you did not know the religious principles at that point of time but after knowing just like prabhupada himself was a supporter of the gandhian movement of non violence in the early days when he was young in the 1920s but when after meeting bhaktisiddhan saraswati thakur he changed his understanding he said no no more actually this is wrong we have to preach krishna consciousness that is the real thing then he understood that so we have to understand like that okay next question by nabijit prabhu whether time and day affects how the journey will be after death of a person apart from law of karma well there is some effect but basically the the principal governing factor is what we think at the time of death as if, if you can see bhagavad gita chapter 8 text 6 and chapter 8 text 5 if you think of anything at the time of death that you will attain even if you are even if one passes away in auspicious time like you know uh, saddam hussein he died on vaikuntha ekadashi day moksha day ekadashi that doesn't mean he went back to godhead or something you know the consciousness of the person is what really matters uh, so that is explain 8.6 you know i think you know this verse already 8.6 yam yam vapismaran bhavam tyajatyante kalevaram tantam evaiti kaunteya sadatad bhava bhavitah 
whatever state of being one remembers when he quits his body or son of kunti that state he will attain without fail so and next i mean before was antakale cha mameva smaran muktva kalevaram yah prayate samadbhavam yati nastyatra samshayah and whoever at the end of his life quits his body remembering me alone at once attains my nature of this there is no doubt so this is the real thing so if one does not remember krishna yeah then some other factors come into play what time of day and all that but ultimately his consciousness that is the main thing <clears throat> next question by santosh gupta when we try to meditate and we get bad thoughts how to stop that even while chanting thoughts keep coming well one has to just pray to krishna to control his mind and always bring it back to hearing the holy name hearing the holy name always and not commit any vaishnava prad and take only krishna prasadam don't take anything other than krishna prasadam because if we don't take krishna prasadam our mind we cannot remember krishna you know cc antya 6.278 i think oh krishna विषयर अन्न खाएले मालिन होय मन मालिन मन होयले नाही कृष्ण रस्मरण वन वन इट्स फूड बाय मेटेरियलिस्टिक मैन offered by a materialistic man one's mind becomes contaminated and when the mind is contaminated one is unable to think of krishna properly this is what happens vishayira anna hoy rajas nimantran data bhokta duhar malin hoy man when one accepts an invitation from a person contaminated by the material mode of passion the person who offers the food and the person who accepts it are both mentally contaminated so that's why all these things you must take care and chant uh, i mean get up early and chant and all these things mangalarti and everything next uh, santosh gupta what story about lord vishnu's birth i am hearing so many stories about it but never got any answer first of all lord vishnu is never born he is unborn ajopisa navyatma he is ajah but when he takes birth he in different incarnations in different ways he takes birth you know different different ways there are so many different incarnations he came differently into this world so as he wants he will take birth but actually his birth is not like our birth he comes whenever he wants and he will do whatever he wants next vishnu has reddy amar amar reddy vishnu has three forms all of them are amshas of krishna who doesn't have birth and death well what is the question okay oh maybe he's answering to that maybe i don't know krishna smaranam prabhu is uh, commented mahatma gandhi fasted for 40 days and 40 nights yes he fasted for the country that was the problem that's not how we should do it what why nine this is why although he was holding gita he was doing things against the gita principles yat karoshi yadashnasi yajjhoshi dadasi yat yat tapasasi kaunteya tat kurushram adarpanam especially this part whatever you do whatever you eat whatever you offer or give away and whatever austerities you perform do that on a son of kunti as an offering to me not as as an offering to the country huh hmm. 
it has to be understood and many verses are there and just now we also saw that verse by sridhar swami which also say the same thing 10.87.27 the last verse in that purport 10.87.27 tapantu tapaih prapatantu parvatad atantu tirthani patantu chagaman yajantu yagair vivadantu vadair harim vinana evam ritim taranti let them suffer austerities throw themselves from mountain tops <laughs> travel to holy places study the scriptures worship with fire sacrifices and argue various philosophies but without lord hari they will never cross beyond death this is the answer nice quote from shridhar swami next um i believe that mahatma gandhi declared that the shudra are, are also harijan because they are equal to real harijan in spirit and is not that he made a mistake mm, no prabhupada actually said this he actually commented elaborately on this point of harijan he said he just harijans were you know like lower caste people and uh, they were discriminated against okay he wanted to rectify the situation which was good but he rectified it just by rubber stamping them as harijan but not changing them not training them prabhupada yes today yesterday also i was reading about the conversation of prabhupada and one white was wrong hmm so he did make a mistake there actually i mean one who does not surrender to krishna and doesn't take a proper spiritual master where he can do anything right although he may have good intentions like you know having good intentions is not the, not enough if I, if somebody is drowning and i want to save him out of my out of my you know my my good nature i would want to serve him i mean i would want to save him but i don't know how to swim first so if i go with a good intention what will happen instead of one person dying two persons will now die me included so it will create more damage than good when we only have good intention but we don't have know how of how to do the good so we need to know the techniques of doing good and doing good means only a devotee can do good and that is by preaching mukesh narnia what is spiritual meaning of mahatma maha atma means a great soul so the, we have only shown na? you have not heard 7.19 of Bhagavad Gita Krishna is defining Mahatma Bahu naam janma naamante jnana vanmaam prapadyate Vasudeva sarvamiti sa mahatma sudurlabha After many births and deaths he who is actually in knowledge surrenders unto me knowing me to be the cause of all causes and all that is such a great soul is very rare that he is Mahatma and another in, in characteristic of Mahatma is 9.13 if we go महात्मास्तु मंपादी प्रकृतिमाश्रिता भजन्यनसो ज्ञावा भूतादिम्यय ओ सन ऑफ प्रथा दोज हू आर नॉट डिल्यूडेड द ग्रेट सोल्स महात्मा आर अंडर द प्रोटेक्शन ऑफ द डिवाइन नेचर दे आर फुली डिवाइन नेचर मीन्स अंडर कृष्ण इज डायरेक्ट कंट्रोल दे आर फुली एंगेज इन डिवोशनल सर्विस दिस अनदर सिम्टम ऑफ देर दे आर फुली एंगेज इन डिवोशनल सर्विस बिकॉज दे नो मी एज द सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड ओरिजिनल एंड इनएक्सॉस्टेबल so these are the questions the answers to these questions and thank you very much for putting up with me for 3 and a half hours um all right we'll stop it here bhagavad gita ki jai shila prabhupad ki jai ananta gori vaishnav vrind ki jai nitai gaur premanande hari hari bol 
Oh, still 41 people on the live stream. I was thinking some three people will be around. Okay, wow. I really salute you and we'll see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna.